Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Course in Miracles podcast. Thanks for bearing with me. Hanging in all the way till the end. I feel like the the non-microphone version is kind of like it's kind of like a a tattered old Bible or tattered tattered old uh, Course in Miracles book. A tattered or a uh, what's there's a good there's a good saying I heard. A a Course in Miracles book that is falling to pieces is generally owned by someone who isn't. How about that one? So we are moving into the next. So. Again, sorry, I hit pause and came back. Moving into the next umbrella, as I call them, or heading, what is the last judgment? So we've been barreling through part two. And if you recall, they've been divided into 10 lesson sections. Beginning at lesson 221, we had what is forgiveness. Then at lesson 231, we had what is salvation. Then at 241, we had what is the world. 251, what is sin. 261, what is the body. 271, what is the Christ? 281, what is the Holy Spirit? 291, what is the real world? 301, what is the second coming? And now 311, what is the last judgment? So I'm going to read this five paragraphs, and then I'm going to go into the next lesson. And we will get on our merry way. So what is the last judgment? Christ's second coming gives the Son of God this gift. To hear the voice for God proclaim that what is false is false, and what is true has never changed. And this the judgment is in which perception ends. At first you see a world that has accepted this as true, projected from a now corrected mind. And with this holy sight, perception gives a silent blessing and then disappears, its goal accomplished and its mission done. The final judgment on the world contains no condemnation, for it sees the world as totally forgiven, without sin, and wholly purposeless. Without a cause, and now without a function in Christ's sight, it merely slips away to nothingness. There it was born, and there it ends as well, and all the figures in the dream in which the world began go with it. Bodies now are useless, and will therefore fade away because the Son of God is limitless. You who believed that God's last judgment would condemn the world to hell along with you, accept this holy truth. God's judgment is the gift of the correction he bestowed on all your errors, freeing you from them and all effects they ever seemed to have. Tell me we don't need that on this planet right about now. As the religionists will have you believe, and who knows, maybe they're right, that Jesus is basically going to come out of the sky and send all the sinners to hell. So you better repent. And I'm not here to suggest that you shouldn't repent. It's not about that. And it's not about making them wrong, but this is just a different, more specialized interpretation. To fear God's saving grace is but to fear complete release from suffering, return to peace, security and happiness, and union with your own identity. God's final judgment is as merciful as every step in his appointed plan to bless his son and call him to return to the eternal peace he shares with him. Be not afraid of love, 
for it alone can heal all sorrow, wipe away all tears, and gently waken from his dream of pain the son whom God acknowledges as his. Be not afraid of this. Salvation asks you give it welcome, and the world awaits your glad acceptance, which will set it free. This is God's final judgment. You are my holy, you are still my holy son, forever innocent, forever loving and forever loved, as limitless as your creator, and completely changeless and forever pure. Wow. Therefore, awaken and return to me. I am your father and you are my son. So again, you know, the challenge is in applying this stuff. Like I was, I was just at the grocery store last night I told the story or yesterday I told the story about, you know, the gas station attendant who I gave the 20 bucks to because she was so wonderful. So today I go to the grocery store and the gas station or the, uh, the grocery store attendant is copping an attitude. You know, she's not happy. And she's got her music playing on her iPhone, which is like, I'm, I would assume it really bothers the other checkout people. And it's kind of clashing with the noise, with the music in the grocery store also. And she just doesn't care. And, um, you know, she rings my stuff up and there's an apple and an avocado. And what does she do? She just tosses them in the bag. She doesn't set them in the bag. She tosses them in the bag, bruising the apple. Right? So... Here's my little Course in Miracles opportunity, right? So I've heard Marianne Williams say it's easy to practice, it's easy to be enlightened when someone is being enlightened, when someone is offering uh, enlightened behavior, it's easy to offer, uh, to feel enlightened um, or to practice enlightenment or something. I'm, the, the exact words of it are slipping me, but you get what I'm saying. Um, this woman was not acting enlightened. She was being kind of rude, and she bruised my apple, and, you know, I, I had half a mind to just go and replace, go get a new apple and just put the bruised one back, but I was too lazy to walk back to the apples. But anyway, um, there was a Course in Miracles opportunity, and I thought about it. You know, this is, a, this is an attractive woman, right? She's um, probably, probably a little bit younger than me, Attractive African-American woman. Working, at, working the night shift at the local grocery store. Right? Remember last night I said you can't live in Southern California and afford rent for like a one bedroom to live by yourself and have like a service job or a job like that, like a minimum wage job? You can't. So I thought about what this person's existence must be like. I would be chucking avocados against the wall because I'm not that enlightened. And so we just very, you know, lesson 46, I believe it is, God is the love in which I forgive you. God is the love in which I forgive myself. God is the love in which I forgive you. I've been cranky. I've been a cranky service worker. I've been a cranky employee. And, and in forgiving her, again, I'm forgiving the parts of myself or uh, releasing myself from the subconscious guilt that I've been carrying around. Right, so she's just a projection, right? Projection makes, per perception makes project, projection. No, it's projection makes perception. So what we project is what we perceive. So it's just really easy to send this person a silent blessing and move on with the night because she's angering people left and right. I can pretty much guarantee it with the attitude, 
And so I don't have to get on the court with her um, and, and give her countertude. Follow me? And this is how we get closer to God. This is how we evolve. It's, it's one little interaction at a time. And I wish I did human being interactions perfectly. I don't. Relationships are very challenging for me. Whenever I, I post one of my darker posts or I release a darker episode, it's nine times out of ten because of some in, human interaction that didn't go well and I got triggered. Um, and so I'm not perfect in this department. But what I do learn as the result of practicing these spiritual principles is that inevitably I will have a choice to let it go and forgive and move on or to hang out with my ego in the chaos, depression, delusion, um, what have you. So again, this le- what is the last judgment? Oh, you know what? I forgot to, I forgot to read the lesson. I apologize. Um, so that's just a little bit on you know, the last judgment. It's not... It's, it's not, to, to bring it back to this, um, this heading, right? It's not, you'd better repent for being such a wicked um, grocery store teller or, or Jesus is going to send you to hell. It's God is going to come and free you of all of this. God is going to come and see your innocence. God is going to see and perceive you through the eyes that you are supposed to be perceived with or through. That's what the last judgment is. Which would you rather have? So, you know, I leave that up to you, and I'm not here again to condemn the, to condemn the religionists. It's again a different interpretation. So, lesson 311, I judge all things as I would have them be. Judgment was made to be a weapon used against the truth. It separates what is being used against and sets it off as if it were a thing apart. And then it makes of it what you would have it be. It judges what it cannot understand because it cannot see totality and therefore judges falsely. So it judges what it cannot understand because it cannot see totality and therefore judges falsely. So in other words, we... Every single thing in the entire universe is connected to every other thing in the entire universe. And we can't see that totality, so we judge falsely. So let us not use it today, but make a gift of it to him who has a different use for it. He will relieve us of the agony of all the judgments we have made against ourselves and reestablish peace of mind by giving us God's judgment of his Son. Here's the prayer, the italics. Father, we wait with open mind today to hear your judgment of the son you love. We do not know him and we cannot judge. And so we let your love decide what he whom you created as your son must be. So in the instance of the checkout girl, and so we let your love decide what he whom you created as your son must be. So in other words, I'm going to leave that one up to God. I'm going to leave this, this disgruntled employee up to God. And I'm going to do my best in the triggered moment to get over myself and my bruised little apple and my bruised little ego and discover the Christ within this beautiful soul. Thank you again so much for listening. As always, it is a pleasure to share this stuff with you. I will talk to you next time on the Course in Miracles podcast. Bye-bye.